Okay, episode 41, take number two. Take number two. For the day. Yep. We uh, had some equipment malfunctions earlier. Um, a couple of things coming up. One, the pull-up program's coming up. That's gonna be a really awesome experience for everybody. We're already sold out in cold water. Yep. We're well on our way to selling out in Angola. Yep. If you're one of those people who are waiting for the last minute, I highly suggest that you uh, you don't, and yeah. you just you get signed up because you're gonna not have a spot. We're not going to open it up. We're not gonna do another session. We're not taking more people than 12. Yep. We're not doing this uh, again for a while. We'll do more six week, especially courses, but the next one won't be a pull-up program. It might yep. be something else. So a lot of people have been wanting that first pull-up or getting strength to do rope climb, muscle up, whatever. This is that accessory work that you need to get there. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? We have uh, the goal, goal planning seminar yeah. with Jess Cole yep. coming up on April 27th. Yep. Um, we are going to cut off registration the week before. That way we you know, make sure that we print off enough packets mm -hmm. or Jess, Jess does, gets enough binders and stuff. The seminar is going to be a few hours long. Mm -hmm. It's $30. Basically, you're covering the price of materials. Yep. I'm, I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be hugely valuable to people. And if you guys, if you don't take advantage of it, you're really missing out. Um, it's, you know, we all have like these goals in life, things that we want to achieve. And if we're not taking steps to get there, then what are we really doing? You know, and this is, Jess has a, she's an awesome chick. She's got a lot of experience. She's really smart and she's going to be hugely valuable to help us get where we want to be. Yeah, I think that this is one of those opportunities that comes around for us once a year. Mm -hmm. um, and the cool thing, it's not just fitness related. Yeah. Right. It's it's whatever your goals are in any avenue, financial, relationship, whatever. Yep. She's going to help us set a plan and a path to mastery on that. Mm -hmm. Now for the fitness aspect of it, we are going to be on hand yep. and we are going to help people who have specific fitness goals. Yep. We're actually, there's a chunk of time blocked out for that. Awesome. We're going to sit down one-on-one -on -one with people and provide kind of like, okay, what's the goal? All right. How do we get to the thing? Mm -hmm. um, so we definitely, if you're free on Saturday, the 27th, let's, uh, let's get in on that. If you're not free, you should try to make time. Yeah. Make it's, it a it's priority. It's just one of those things to like better yourself. Yeah, you know, we always want to do things to better ourselves in life, and this is one of those things that you will leave like having a, a plan to get your goals. Yes, so it's gonna be awesome. I'm pumped for it. The last podcast we did, number forty, was all about the goal planning seminar. So go back and check that one out if you have any questions on it. Yep. What are we getting into today? Today we're gonna dive into some, you know, a peek behind the curtain kind of a deal, the coaching side of, of what we do. Mm -hmm. As everybody knows, we have core values as um, as a community. As yep. two gyms, we are a community that is fit. Yep. Right? We're a community that has fortitude, integrity, and thankfulness. And what we did was we, we laid out a definition for each one of those, mm -hmm. right? The community aspect is that feeling of fellowship with others. It results in a common attitude, interest, and goals. It's a group of people who choose to accept you and you choose to interact with in return. Yep. The, the fortitude part is the overcoming pain or adversity with grace and courage. It's something, you know, that we all want. It's, it's very important. It's in the name. Yeah. Right? Fortitude. Yep. Uh, the integrity would be the I that's doing the right thing regardless, right? Um, it's do the right thing for the right people for the right reasons. The last one being the thankfulness, you know, having an attitude of gratitude, realizing that uh, these things in life aren't have-tos, they're get-tos. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's the community that is fit. We've done episodes on all the core values of the community and stuff. Yep. 
Today we are going to look at our, we're going to give you a peek behind the curtain. Like we're looking at our coaching core values. Mm -hmm. So for our community core values, we've laid out what they are and we've applied a definition to each one of those. For our coaching core values, we've laid out the three and we've, uh, we've established the four pillars of each. Yeah. So our coaching core values are diligence, integrity, and service. Mm -hmm. Each one of those is going to have kind of four things that we use as measures, uh, you know, of whether we're, we're living up to those values. Yeah. I think it's important for us as, a fa as facilities and as coaches to have ways to measure if we're on the right track of doing this, this thing, mm -hmm. right? That's the, that's the importance of, of core values. It gives us something to aspire to. Yeah. And us, both of our gyms, we are very heavily... Um, dedicated on the idea of coaching this yes. is not a gym where you know, especially the global gyms with zero coaching yep but even other crossfit gyms i've been to that there's a coach there but he just starts the clock he hoo-hahs yeah yeah good job yeah yes. he shuts the clock off. he's an instructor yeah we're, we're really trying to develop gyms that have coaches and that is what one of the things that people are paying more than a global gym for part of the reason you're paying more per month is for a coach that will coach you i would argue that it's the highest value of yeah. anything that you're paying for yeah. out of this thing right we got somebody who's going to make sure that we're moving safely and effectively mm -hmm. efficiently help us optimize the workout uh because you know we write one workout that's serving close to 200 people now yeah it's insane to think that we're all going to do the same thing yeah or even really really close i would say that 85 percent of people who do this workout are modifying it scaling it optimizing it yeah. one way or another at least on a daily basis yeah you're, you're paying for for professional help just like you pay your doctor or you pay your tax guy you pay yeah. your bank account you pay us to be your fitness and health coach to guide you in the right direction not just to slap you on the butt and say good job yes no that's part of it but we take it deeper yep and the way we hold ourselves accountable are with these core values yeah so let's dig into them yep the first one is diligence so we have four tenets four pillars under diligence the first one is show fanatical attention to detail like you said earlier, like that fanatical aspect. They this is it. they didn't see it earlier. I know it cut off. But <laughs> like we talked about earlier, well, when we sat down and we established these, right? We we were very intentional about the verbiage. Yeah, it's not just yeah, pay attention to detail. It's yeah. the little things that matters. No, it's pay fanatical attention to detail. Mm -hmm. It means that you know even the littlest points of performance, even when we're tired and it's been a long day, or even though like it's at the end of Cindy and an example today, we are still making sure that we're getting the lockout and the push up, and we're working on body position in the kip in the 18th minute of a 20 minute AMRAP. Yep. It's us being able to not only identify those things, but be able to communicate that effectively. On top of that, it's like, Hmm, are the, the straps of the rings hanging down to the ground? Yep. Is there like dust bunnies floating all around the corner? Yep. That's just one piece of, yeah. of diligence. Yep. Like you said, the little things equal the big things. If we start letting the little things slide, that's going to bleed over into the entire thing that we're doing here. Yes. So focus on the little things. They will add up. Yep. Second one. One of my favorites, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I love this one too. It's yeah. uh, it's realizing that we make each other better. Mm -hmm. We do that by sharing information, giving each other feedback, um, just helping to move this whole thing forward. It's, you know, maybe we bring in somebody who knows a whole lot about Olympic weightlifting. We bring in other coaches 
And us as coaches seek coaching. Yeah. Right? We have coaches not only to help us physically, but in the aspect we're working on right now to help us in the business sense. Yep. It's that we get better, like a rising, a rising tide raises all ships. Mm. So as I improve, I can then help you improve. As you improve, you can help me. And we just, we, we, we make each other better mm-hmm. through our experiences and sharing that information. Yeah, I, I love that one. And that, it kind of bleeds over the next one, which is seek excellence. Yeah. Right, not, not being complacent, not saying, oh, I'm good enough, I know enough, um, I can get these people fit. It's continuing to go to new certifications, go to new courses, us helping each other out, helping out the new coaches and being on this continual path to perfection, which mm-hmm. we all know we're never gonna get be perfect. Right. It's about the progress you make trying to be perfect, yes. chasing the excellence. That's what it's all about is seeking excellence, chasing it, and you'll get better along the way. Yeah, it's that, it's that growth versus fixed mindset, right? Mm-hmm. The progress says that I'm gonna keep trying to improve this thing, and it's, it's process-oriented versus results-oriented. Results-oriented says it would be a goal like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when people lose that 20 pounds? They end up gaining the weight back because, hey, they hit the thing that they said they wanted to do, but they didn't have anything to like, this is a lifestyle, this is a change that I need to make. This is what we are doing, like, this is not a part-time job. Yeah. This is a career. This is something we want to develop. So yeah. we need to continually trying to make this thing better. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing for our membership base is you can rest assured that we're not going to like, hey, I know enough. Or yeah. if somebody brings up like, hey, what do you think about this keto thing? Well, let me go do some research or let, mm-hmm. better yet, let me try it myself. And yep. then I'll, I'll, I'll be able to like engage with your experience a little bit better and share my knowledge or wisdom on mm-hmm. the thing. Huge. Yeah. The last pillar, the fourth one being that, that embrace feedback part. Yeah. So this is really big, especially through our internship mm-hmm. process. Um, something that developed kind of as a, 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 us seeking excellence for the mm-hmm. gym and trying to sharpen our iron. Um, we give feedback to each other all the time. Yep. We embrace feedback from members, which, you know, historically, maybe we haven't been so great at. Myself personally used to, you know, you'd get feedback from somebody and you would, you know, you want to take it kind of as a personal attack. <laughs> like somebody offers something like, hey, this is what, you know, this is where I think that we could do better. Mm-hmm. Having that growth mindset says this is a value to me and this will help me make this thing better. Having that fixed mindset says, you know what, screw that guy or yeah. girl and you know they're just picking on me. Yeah, and a lot of that comes with, with ego too. You gotta drop your ego and like accept the fact that yeah. you're, not, you're not good at everything. Yep. We all know that to get better at something, you have to get feedback. Yes. If, if people just tell you, good job, you did awesome. I have no way, I have nothing to grow from that. Yeah. You have to have someone tell you, hey, you screwed this up, this was bad, this could be better, here's how we make it better, and then you make it better. Yep. And you have to embrace it. If you get butt hurt every time someone gives you feedback, um, you're not gonna grow. That's not, that's not who we're looking for as coaches. Nope. People who embrace the feedback, honestly want the feedback, and then grow from it. Does it suck? Yeah. But I know that I'm gonna get better because of the feedback I receive. Yeah, and we've established processes along the way. I mean, you know, when I started, uh, when I started coaching, there was really no no structure, no process or program. And that's Mm -hmm. not to take anything away from from Nate, uh, you know, who owned the gym when I started coaching for him. 
we just there it wasn't it wasn't a necessity in 2013 yeah right it was it wasn't even something that we thought about like hey maybe we should have this thing yeah it was I did CrossFit for six months. I fell in love with it. I went, I decided I was going to go get my level one. After I signed up for it, I was like, oh, hey, by the way, do you want me to coach for you at some point in time? I guess I should have asked. And he's like, yeah, sure. And it was like, how about tomorrow? A, it was a couple, it was shadowing a couple classes before I went and did my level one. As soon as I passed it, it was a really short period of time before I was coaching classes on my own. We, have sensed tried to develop a process yeah. for that because it's realizing you know we need to to mm -hmm. offer the best for the people that we're working with we can't just throw somebody who's entirely green in and say good luck figure it out yeah it's, it's part of that seeking excellence yeah it's we're shortening up better well we're shortening the, the cool thing too is we're shortening that window by providing feedback on that path right yeah so rather than taking two years which maybe it took me you know, to develop into an okay coach, mm -hmm. we can do that in the course of six months yeah. through a, a solid internship process. Yep. Yeah. Love it. That's the first, uh, first core value diligence. Yep. Next one is integrity. If you notice, this is the one that bleeds over from our gym core values into our coaching core values because yes. it is so important. This is something that people need to like question themselves on every day for the rest of your life. Yep. Are you living like with integrity? Yeah. So the, uh, the four pillars that we have under integrity, the first one is do the right thing, comma, regardless. Yeah. One of the best examples I like for this is, you know, everybody, everybody drives past Walmart or Meyer, right? You see the shopping carts that are just littered throughout everywhere. the parking lot <laughs> everywhere. What this says is that no one's going to know. Maybe it's raining. Maybe it's cold. Maybe, I, you know, I got to get somewhere. So I'm going to just push this off to the side. Yep. That's not doing the right thing. Right. Doing the right thing says, even though it's cold, even though it's 50 feet away, even though no one will know, I'm going to push the cart back regardless. Mm -hmm. In the context of the gym space, right, in the coaching aspect, it is, you know, having a tough conversation. Mm -hmm. It is... Um, Letting some, letting people know that it's okay, you know, to yes. fail and mm -hmm. to scale. And this is a place of learning and growth. Mm -hmm. It's not being judgmental. It's realizing that like, you know, us as coaches, we need to get better at this thing. Mm -hmm. And we do that through the diligence piece, right? These things are all interwoven yep. and connected mm -hmm. to each other uh, very intentionally. The, the piece with integrity that, that I think about is whenever I have a thought that says I should do this, but mm -hmm. something there's no more like like but no it's if i say i should do blank then i need to go do it yeah not you know i'm shutting the door i've been here for 14 15 hours it's late i'm going home going to shut off the lights and i look and the trash is full i yeah. should take out the trash but it's late yep mm -mm. set the bag down take the trash out yeah so doing the right thing regardless the next one um is i love this one it's never complain love it right love it so basic but man do people complain yeah and never complain it's uh it, it's that growth versus fixed mindset that we talked about a hundred times it's changing your perspective on a negative thing yep right taking like the weather or the I don't know, the workout mm -hmm. people complain about the weather they complain about the workout it's taking those things and making it a positive yep the way i look at it if whenever you complain about something you can either a do something about that or b change your perspective on it yeah if you're going to complain about the weather move 
if you're not going to move, then change your perspective on it. Yep. Right. And I'm not saying that like we're perfect at this because we're not. It's yeah. just these are things that we're trying to get better at. Complaining isn't going to help anything. We all know those people who complain all the time. And man, they are just a headache. <laughs> yeah. Well, two things that happen when you complain. One, you bring negative light to a situation, something outside of your control, right? So therefore, you sacrifice your power to an external object, right? The second thing that happens, if I complain, I then give authority to everyone else around me to do the same thing. Yeah. So if me as a coach, if I come in and I even something as small as, it's cold in here. I've now given everybody else the authority to bitch about the heat or the <laughs> lack thereof in the gym, Yeah. right? On top of that, I can't control it, right? Mm -hmm. If you can control it, then then do something about it, right? Right? It's having that ownership and taking <clears throat> ownership, which is like rolls into the next one, the the own your shit. Yep. So in the context of coaching, that looks like taking responsibility for every aspect of what happens. Yep. If I am in class and I, you know, uh, miss one of the points of performance, or I I screw up a part of the workout, or I don't explain it very well. It is my fault. Yes. It is, if I can't give you a coaching cue that results in what I'm looking for, it is my fault. Mm -hmm. It is not your fault because you didn't like figure it out. It's my fault because I didn't explain it to a way and that you're going to be able to uptake that information. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard perspective shift. And even for life, like, take, take, like understand that everything that happens in your life is because of you. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's like someone else does something to you, you put yourself in that position. Yeah. And it's time like people who use the excuse of, well, when I was like little, I did it, it doesn't matter anymore. Like you're an adult, yes. it's time to own your shit and understand that whatever is going on in your life is because of you, period. Yep. Own it. Well, it's that, like you talked about, it's the, the excuses aspect, right? It's yeah. the, I should do this, but. Yeah. When we don't own, when we when we make excuses, what we are doing, we're we're providing ourselves an out for going against our own like value structure. Mm -hmm. We know that there are certain things that we should do. Mm -hmm. When we don't do them, and we live against our values, then we try to create an excuse for it. We no longer own our shit, and then we go, okay, so I'm doing this thing that I know goes fundamentally against the person that I've told myself or the universe or somebody else that I want to be. Mm -hmm. And so I need to protect my fragile ego and I need to make up an excuse for it. Justify what you did or did not do. Exactly. And it's just bringing light to that and attention to it. And that's why we say, you know, the never complain, never whine, never make excuses. The last pillar of the integrity is take one for the team. Yep. To me, this is being selfless. This is putting others in front of me. Yes. Whether that's another coach, whether that's a member of the gym. Yeah. Maybe they want to stay for 20, 30 minutes after the late night class to work on something. Yep. Am I going to, nope, I've had a long day, I'm locking the doors, or am I going to, let's work on it. Yeah. Let's talk about how we can make this thing better. Um, same thing with another coach. Once we have a staff, or for you guys that have one, you know, sometimes you have to bite the bolt for somebody who, who has a problem, who needs something and needs some time removed from the gym, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right? So that's integrity locked down. The last one being service. I mean, we are in the service industry, yeah. right? We're in the we're working with people. We are providing a solution to a problem. What's what's Bergeron say? We're not in the health and fitness business. We're in the people business. We're in the relationship business. relationship business. Yep. Yeah, and that's true. entirely true. true. Our first pillar of the service is to treat everyone like a rock star. Yep. So we always like to say, pretend that um, every single person who works through, walks through the door has a sign around their neck that says, 
make me feel important or help me. Yep. Right. So if we look at that, if we look at every single person through that lens, now we can start to prescribe solutions. We can make this more than a gym. Yeah. And that's, that's how this becomes sustainable and a lifetime journey for people because that's what health and fitness is. You can't come for a couple months and be off for a couple months and come back. This needs to be a sustainable, like lifelong thing and it has to be fun and people have to feel valued and important. Yes. And that we, so we treat everyone like a rock star. So you enjoy coming here, you feel important and you can stay longer, which we know will give you more results. Yep. The next one, connect and relate to everyone. Yep. Connect and relate to everyone. That that kind of feeds back into the other one. This is again how we can um, get a deeper connection, a deeper relationship with people. Yep. Not just knowing Sally's first name, but knowing Sally's kid's name, knowing what Sally does for a living, mm -hmm. know what her hobbies are outside of the gym. This becomes more than, again, more than the gym. This becomes a place where we are a community, which is in our gym core values. Yep. The third one, this is one of my favorites of all of the pillars is taking people from where they are to where they want to be. Yeah. This comes from the, I believe it's etymology of the word coach. <laughs> it's not etymami. <laughs> it's not etymame. <laughs> etymology of the word coach. So that's where did, where did the word originate, right? The, the word coach comes from stagecoach, which Stagecoaches, you know, people, carriages people used to get in, they would take them from where they were to where they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Coaches do the same thing, yep. right? We find people where they're at and then we take them and help them like progress along their journey and take them where they want to go. That's the difference between like coaching and instructing yes. or just like having a, a class. Yep. We are providing a path to mastery to people. Mm -hmm. If you come up to me and you say, hey, I really want to get a pull up mm -hmm. or I want to lose 10 pounds, I should be able to provide you a path to that thing. Yeah. If I cannot, guess what? You're probably not a coach. Yeah, oh, I love that. That, that, that is literally the difference of, of what we do versus what everybody else does. Yes. I love it. Uh, there's nothing else I got. The last one under service is radiate positive body language. We put that in there because we have like, we understand the importance of while we're coaching class, having a positive body language and what, what it looks like if we're slouched over and we're just kind of looking down and we're on our phone or I'm drinking my delicious coffee. <laughs> and I've been there, I've been to a gym, I was at a gym where the coach started the clock and he sat up at the front with his food, a bowl of food and ate out of his bowl and looked at his food more than he was looking at the class and like coming around and giving us cues and high-fiving and during the workout I was like what what is this guy doing yeah like, what, what am I paying for that sucks yeah that sucks big time it's it goes back to like you know for us it's you know don't cross your arms don't, yeah. don't walk around with your hands in your pockets make eye contact mm -hmm. you know um it's it's biological like body position and posture right you see people hunched over and they're doing like this I mean that's because 100,000 years ago, we wanted to protect ourselves from attack from behind, so we'd stay in like a defensive position. Mm -hmm. This says, like, I'm closed off, don't come at me. Now, it's much harder, and it, we have to fight our biology to stand up tall with our shoulders back. Be vulnerable. This says that we are open to the world. Yeah. 
the converse of that is now we are open to criticisms and we are open <laughs> to all the negative things as well, which is why it's so hard for people. But it's <clears throat> looking people in the eye. Mm -hmm. It's not having your cell phone. It's Simon Sinek talks about it, right? Like taking your cell phone, putting it on the table um, when you go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. This says, this is more important than this. Whether we yeah. say it's like, whether we say it out loud or not, like he goes, oh, Mr. Magnanimous is going to put the phone upside down, right? <laughs> Until it vibrates. Until it vibrates or it bings or something, and then we're going to pick it up. Yep. It's the same like cue that we give off. It's the same when we walk around with our phone in our hand if mm -hmm. we're coaching, right? It says that whatever this is is more important than you. Yeah. It's the same reason that you don't like... I've never seen anybody try to do it, but I've heard of it, like trying to coach with a kid in your hand, right? How are you going to like tell anybody else that like, hey, I want you to do this thing or like do yeah. this is important if I'm walking around. That's the same thing that you do when you're walking around with a drink in your hand or you're trying to eat. Mm -hmm. It is not like the highest level of service. Right. So it is against, it is one of the things that we have decided is very, very important to us. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Those are our three coaching core values, diligence, integrity, service. And like we talked about earlier, we're not perfect at these things. Nope. Our, the reason we have them is so now we have something to fall back on and kind of check ourselves. Like, hey. It gives us a measure. Yeah. Are we working, living, and coaching within these values? If not, then we hold each other accountable. Hey. We need, to, re, we need to assess or reassess, right? Yep. Um, it's the, we say these values, we hire by these and we fire by these. Yep. We are not going to bring somebody on the coaching staff who, um, does not believe that one of these things are important. Right. And we are not going to keep somebody on the coaching staff who is, you know, the person who walks around with their phone in their hand the whole time or is excuses for whatever. Yep. Matter. Yep. Yeah. These are. These are great. I hope that, uh, you know, this provided a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, we take a lot of pride in our coaching. Yeah, big time. We have put a lot of effort into it. And again, we think this is one of the, this is probably the biggest difference between a CrossFit gym and at least our CrossFit oh, yeah. gyms and any other gym. Yep is you are going to get diligence, integrity, and service from the staff. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. I like it. We'll see you guys next week. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the one that you're watching this on. Uh, community that is fit. If you have any questions, see us at the gym. Yep. This is Cody. Seth. See ya.